are back with the Afterwatch. We're watching ReZero. It's season one, episode 10, Fanatical Methods Like a Demon. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. That's right. I guess that's the title. At the end of the episode, I think it says, he calls it Demonically Inspired Methods. <laughs> I, I think I kind of like that better just because that's his whole shtick. That's what he's going with these days, demonically inspired. Yeah, I like the, the throwback to uh, when Ram liked it, right? It was Ram. It was the first time they went to the village, like, I don't know, five episodes ago. Oh, okay. I'm finally and starting It made to her look. smile the first time. And so I think that anytime he's talking with her, he brings it up because for some reason he thinks that it connected them. It was that first connection, the first thing that made her kind of warm up to him. And so he keeps going back to that, even though it's a different playthrough. I'm finally starting to tell them apart. Back then, I couldn't tell them apart as much. Mm -hmm. So now I can. Yeah, there's big differences. But I mean, <laughs> oh, as, sure. you could, as you would have with sisters. Anyway, before we get into it, if you haven't done it already, subscribe to the show. We're going to keep talking our way through this anime. And it's so much fun. I'm loving it. Um, also, uh, if you want to give us a review over there on Apple Podcasts or Audible, we appreciate hearing those kind words or any comments, anything you want to send our way. Uh, you can reach us fictionalquestions at gmail.com. So um, he does wake up. Subaru wakes up in a different bed. So did you think that he'd made it? Uh, I had questions for sure. Of Is, right. this, a, is this a new save point? Because traditionally yeah. when he wakes up in a new place and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, did, did he save Ram and Ram? Like, did he save? I wonder what's, what's Yeah, going what's on. going on? But I think... As we go through, I think it's just part of the same playthrough. Like, he didn't die, in other words. Yeah. They were able to pull him away. And we find out later that whatever happened, like, even though Rem saved him from getting completely mauled by those mob beasts, that he's still cursed really badly. And he will be dying soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a great moment with Beatrice when we get there. Anyway. <laughs> that was pretty cute. But this time, yeah, he's waking up. He's in a lot of pain. He's got scars from the mob beasts attacking him all over his arms. So I wonder, does he keep those? I, I you know, oh. there's so many questions. Yeah, that I had that passing thought uh, and I agree. It's kind of like, okay, well, if this is a save playthrough, he would now have some battle scars, right? Yeah, unless he gets healed. Like, does do the healings heal scars as well? I think they probably might. Yeah, I, I don't think that would be a stretch to imagine it could do that. Because I he we know he's still in a lot of pain from the curses. There's only so much they could do. Uh, and a lot of it was actually Amelia. She used up most of what she had. She's actually there beside the bed in the village. He finally gets the, the time. He's been asking for this for so many times. Like He wants to wake up and have Amelia be there waiting for him, you know? Oh, and that's gets so it funny. This time. I, I didn't think about that. Uh, I did think that she's left the safety of the castle. So that's kind of like a, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. This is like what they were trying to avoid. But, but right. to your point, it's kind of like a, a, a twisted way of like, well, here's your date. <laughs> you're in the town with her, but you're, uh, you're, you're right. But she's out. Yep. Yeah. Don't she's... even, yeah. Don't even try because Puck is there and they actually have a conversation about what went on. Um, but yeah, just the fact that Amelia's there, Puck is there. Beatrice is there means nobody's at the mansion. So they all, Oh, and Rom's here too. So they've all shown up here at the village. And I guess it's because of the severity of the attack. Once they found out what happened with all the kids, right? Yeah, it has to be that. But Puck is like saying that he's very, uh, 
happy with what uh, Subaru did. This time, it wasn't one of those things where he... <laughs> I, I don't know. How does he say it? Like I think he's implying, like, uh, I think he tried really hard, but, but the, the knight came in and saved him, so there wasn't a lot for his efforts sort of thing. And this time, he put in a lot of effort, and he got a lot of reward for it. He seemed to have saved the child, maybe he saved... Well, Ram and Rem are both okay, so he saved Rem. Yeah. So it's kind of like equal efforts. You know, he did did an okay job. Yeah, he earned it this time. He does get up. He leaves Amelia B, so um, doesn't wake her. But when he goes outside, immediately runs into Rom. And what, she shoves food in his mouth really quickly? Yeah, it kind of had a feeling. I don't know if you got this too, of like, she's happy about it, even though she's being, being kind of coarse or... Or harsh, but well, yeah, I think there's. She still has to be rude, <laughs> right? <laughs> like something th- that's about her it. thing, <laughs> right? I, I, I guess, as, yeah, I was wondering if if that's ever going to go away, or if that's going to be a character thing that she always does. I think that's something that doesn't like. We've seen Rem that's kind of melted away with her, mm-hmm. but I think one of them has to keep <laughs> that harsh facade going. Although after she gives the food she does have that little cutesy moment you know how animes do with the bubbles and the sparkles she does have that thing so i don't know if i don't i wouldn't i would say that that's being cutesy on purpose but not really uh i don't know it's not a real moment it's just her like trying to be funny yeah but uh a contrast to just only being harsh so it's 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 nice uh, so Rom does say that she's happy that Subaru went in and saved the kids because if anything bad happened in that village, it would look bad on Roswell. Oh, I wonder if he's in charge in some way. So yeah, the- cause he's the Lord of the manor, which I guess means that he's kind of in charge of this area and of the village. He's okay. in charge of that whole, I, I don't know. <laughs> The countryside there, maybe. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but that's that would make sense. It's not just, oh, he gets his own castle and ignores everything else, but a system more built on, okay, well, he's the Lord, maybe he collects taxes, but he probably set up the magic barrier in that case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I imagine so. I imagine if this is all under his... <laughs> jurisdiction, don't Yeah, exactly. Feudal empire. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if it's that, you know, lordship, whatever you, whatever it is, this feudal type system. But I guess it would have looked bad on him. So that's a good thing because we know he's away. So he wasn't able to come into town himself to help at this point. And I'm sure that I wonder if he found, I wonder if Ram found out that Subaru pushed Ram out of the way and kind of saved Ram. So I think Ram's also, I'm sure, super happy about like, well, glad you saved Ram because Ram cares about Ram more than anything seems like of course of course I'm sure that's there too speaking of Ram they uh I was a little like they wake up he talks to Puck and they mention the healing they mention the cur- all that sort of stuff and not one mention of the demon transformation I was so excited and it's like now I have to wait to find out more what do you mean you were so excited but, uh, because going back to like I was just so happy that it's like well yeah the demon thing is true <laughs> it's real. oh right okay right and you want to know more but they're really holding off yeah they just kind of he woke up they talked about the healing they talked about the curses and now they're doing the, the cute bit with the food and, and the villagers like wait it is a- true ask, ask about the demon thing that, that was, that was kind of my thought there I was like wow come on tell me well, before he woke up, there was a moment where we kind of hear Beatrice and Rem going back and forth about how, you know, can you save him type of that kind of thing going on. We circle back on that pretty quick here because after, you know, he talks to Rom, uh, Beatrice comes up and they start talking about removing the curse mm-hmm. that he has on him. 
The problem, I guess, is that now, you know, even though she was able to remove all the curses off the kids because they got that one bite in them. Um, right. He has too many curses <laughs> because of that <laughs> attack that just happened. The, he, the, you know, the one where he jumped in to save Rem was yeah. the reason now that he has too many curses and he's going to die in half a day. Yes. And, and did, I, I like the explanation because it, it's cool to just, again, fill out the, the magic system and everything of how it's like knots tied together where one's easy, but a lot of them together are hard. And mm-hmm. it expands on curses because I just thought it just kept sounding like you get a curse. It's it's kill curse. You're dead. But uh, Beatrice expands on that and saying that the, the mob beasts curse specifically take mana. So now right. it opens up the, the air to like, OK, the curses can do different things. So I wonder if the one time he died in the hallway in the castle, it was a specific curse like the in this case, it would be the Lord puppy demon dog. Mm-hmm. Right. And that yeah. one summoned some sort of beast thing. So no, that, I right? think it's I think it's that first time and the second time because he was getting sick. We saw him getting sick and it was that I guess what do they say twice a day? These mobbies summon whatever whoever they bit, they summon uh, mana from those people and just suck their life force out of them to restore their own. It's a very naturalistic. It's not even it it, it sounds more. It's not even uh, like they're villains. It just sounds like they're predators, you know? Yeah. Oh, they're just, OK. I think they're I got just it. animals. So that's why when he died the first time, it was them just sucking the life force and him not being there to fight it. The second time when he's trying to stay awake, it's all being sucked out of him. So he's trying to stay, you know, with it. And that's when he gets attacked by Rem. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. So I guess that makes sense. So he, they, it's just the eating of the mana. And that's why I kept thinking, oh, he was poisoned, right? Someone in the castle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't poison. It yeah. was that he's being weakened. His life force was being drained away. Oh, it's all coming together now. So the thing in the hallway might have just been Rem being all evil and smashing in the bits. Well, yeah. So okay. now we know that, yeah, he was freaking out losing his life force you know his mana was being drained from him so he's looking for help and she probably just well this is a good time to get rid of him mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah it's it's coming uh it's getting put together a bit yeah 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 i like it okay so but this is <laughs> it's pretty funny though because beatrice it's like there's a mo there's like a beat where they're like kind of quiet and she's like you're not very upset <laughs> by the fact that i just told you you're about to die and he's like ah, i've I'm really upset, actually. No one wants to die. (laughs) But I think he was prepared. He's mentally prepared that he's about to die. (laughs) I think he's happened so many times that he knows that it's always on the table. Yeah, he's a little little bit. And this one was a little bit more planned if if you can if, you know, him dying can be planned. Other times as it comes out of nowhere, like he just gets wrecked and he doesn't know what it was or the poison that I thought was poison. That was the mana drain. Right. Mm-hmm. Those, those are a little probably harder, but this one's more like he knew he was going towards danger. He knew curses would be involved. He was prepared for that style, I think. I think if yeah. it was something way different, maybe he'd be a little more. Yeah. Isn't scared. it like it gets you? It, it always gets easier the more you do something. Right. <laughs> right. Or at least it makes a little bit of sense to him. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, thank goodness. It's something that he knows about this time. Right. Uh it is funny he, that he says that he feels like he knows her, Beatrice, four times longer than he actually does. But <laughs> yeah. but actually he does. I mean, the actuality is that he does. He has lived all those times. It's that she hasn't. That's yeah. the weird thing. Like he that's an actual life that he lived. But it's uh, I don't know. What would you call that? 
it has to be some kind of alternate universe multiverse weird <laughs> time reducing thing i don't know how you'd quantify that uh anyway it's a, yeah it's just a it, it's a funny joke yeah like you're saying because it's it's true to him but he plays it off as a joke mm-hmm. but uh puck i guess won't tell amelia that his curse is going to kill him and you know we get the whole spiel about how that'll upset amelia if she finds out that that uh he's going to die but that's also when what is there to, for him to do there's too many beasts f- for him to kill to you know there's no way he can get all those mob beasts out there by mm-hmm. the time he's going to be uh drained of his mana right but then he asks the question we've all been asking like where is rim and he's remembering you know that uh that thing we saw in the beginning with rem talking to beatrice about how we need to save him somehow and uh, yeah when that popped up that flash i at first i was like oh is this is this kind of a, a vision because of his his curse or whatever connection with the witch but then i because of this i quickly realized it was why it was kind of when he was mostly conscious mm-hmm. yeah we're about going it. in and out of consciousness as mm-hmm. they're trying to heal him but what's gone on is, uh, and Rom's pretty upset about this, is that Rem went into the woods by herself to kill all the mob beasts. <laughs> yeah. She is going to save Subaru this time. So that's a big change, right? Yeah. That's uh, it, that's huge development. Right. And it, it kind of sheds more light onto some other things that were hard to explain in, in earlier episodes where why is Ram so worried about Rem? And it feels like Ram knew Rem has a kind of personality to get fond of someone and, and get too involved sort of thing overextend herself yeah so that's right. kind of what that's basically what pushes this farther along now the storyline then rom wants to go into the forest to go find rem and subaru is going with her mm-hmm. and uh actually we see that rom can use the bugs we i guess as some kind of clairvoyance she can see out of their eyes and you know look around the forest try to find or I guess not just bugs, but she can like what Bug- tap into bugs and animals. I think bugs and say. animals. Yeah, didn't they do this warging? Wasn't that part of Game of Thrones? Oh, I actually didn't see that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it was so popular, and by the time I got around to it, everyone hated the ending. I never went yeah. back to check it out. I think that's what they called it because somebody could go and could do that where they could go into animals and see from their point of view. I'm I'm much older, so I feel like old Beastmaster movie. Okay, is that the same thing? Uh, I think he, well, that one, he might not literally jump into the animal, but his mm. raven kind of scouts for him. But there's Oh, like, right. Okay, I can see that. There's things like that in, in WoW, I think, like Eyes of the Beast. Mm-hmm. Such, I, I like the idea overall. I like that. I think it's pretty cool to see the bugs and animals on, on their wavelength. It also explains a little bit, maybe, of why she has such an odd way of interacting with Subaru and didn't care about the, the villagers at first. They're not mm. on the same wavelength. I don't know. I've maybe reading too much into it. Unless it's a magic wavelength. But also, this just means that she's probably able to spy around the mansion all the time. If there's little spiders or whatever running around flies, she could probably be watching over everything. I completely didn't think about that. That would make her so good at spying. Yeah. I I knew it would be like super strong. She can see like the whole forest and she jumps around uh, seeing stuff, I think, Mm -hmm. quite a bit. She's got like 5G. Subaru is like LTE, you know? He's using his <laughs> regular eyeballs. His Metea. Yeah. <laughs> He's still got that somewhere. You know, I was thinking today when I was watching, uh, whatever happened to his the food that he got at the convenience store? <laughs> Did oh. he ever eat that? 
did um the big did the big giant dude eat it i can't i don't tell, remember I, if that was a, the playthrough that he saved or not no i think that was the second playthrough and i think that was erased so yeah ramen, that's probably ramen somewhere lasts he, forever. yeah ramen lasts forever he might still have it <laughs> right exactly but where's the microwave you pro- i don't know maybe you could just cook it over a i don't know anyway <laughs> we uh we see that they get attacked pretty quick here um because she sees that someone's watching them from above and she i love this too because i didn't expect it at first the wind power where she's just throwing wind magic at these things and just slicing these beasts in two yeah it's it's uh I, I didn't say I, I wouldn't say it was super expected either because I feel like well their sisters usually sisters have either exact the opposite type stuff in this situation right. or similar or she mm-hmm. has red hair and you do the simple thing and make it fire so the the wind I was like oh that's that's interesting I, I didn't I would never have guessed it was wind it's pretty cool we do find out though at this point that Rom is hornless and it was it, yeah it was very sad um, uh-huh. I wonder so when I first heard that like oh she just says she's hornless and my first thoughts were. Uh, I wonder if she had to give it up for some reason, because I'm thinking back to the the story. Right. Um, right. And then to do a quick synopsis, uh, the red ogre who can only wish to be taken care of by others that loves humans or the blue ogre that's stupid and uh, basks in self-sacrifice and leaves on a journey for the sake of red. So mm-hmm. um, and then don't tell Rem, the blue haired one. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe. Uh, oh, and then maybe only one of the twins wanted to go. And, and that has something to do with the horn. So if we go back to the story. Um, if the colors match up and in the story Ram's the red one that mm-hmm. wants to be taken care of and Rem is the blue one with the self-sacrifice and leaves on the jury for the sake of red um, is it Rem's sacrifice to not be in the demon land like maybe they maybe Ram wanted to come out here or that's why Rem wouldn't like the story uh-huh. so I was kind of thinking like how does it how does it tie back into it it kind of feels like Ram is the one looking after Rem to me so far right because um, but is she, that just the perception that you have it could be. And that's why it's like, it doesn't feel exactly right because it feels like she's the one that's looking after them. So it's like, I don't know, I, but it, it does feel like it ties in, but yeah, I think as more and more gets revealed, you'll understand. Yeah. I, I it definitely comes later in this episode, but like at that moment, like that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, I love that story. I love that it ties in. And I was wondering mm-hmm. how much more can we, can we get out of it? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Subaru is making all these big uh, speeches about how he really wants to see the continuation of this story, this playthrough mm-hmm. with him in it. So he doesn't want to die. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good speech. Of course, Rom says she's really disappointed right after that because he can't even keep up after her <laughs> as they're going through. But uh, he's uh, what is it that he says? Oh, about something about Amelia. He didn't even get, didn't even get to say goodbye to Amelia again if he dies this time. Yeah. Oh, I Ram had the best. Uh, it was. Line it was a really that. good. It was so. It was really cute. And it's like until you say I'm home, last night's see you soon is still in effect. And I thought that was just really cute. It was like out of character how cute it was. It, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Right? Was. It's not. It's not yeah. harsh. It's actually a little bit like. Supportive. It's a little logical, but it's still kind of nice. Yeah, but it's supportive too because it kinda, is. She's kind of get like you don't. She, she, there's no reason she has to say that, but it's more like no, you're fine, right? Like Amelia's, you're still still in the game. Yeah. So not only do we have that going on, but we see that one of the villagers gave him a sword. So now he has a sword. I don't know what he's gonna do with it. We don't <laughs> see. He looks like he ends up not doing much with it at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it ends up. It's not it. 
everybody else has got really cool magic powers. I mean, it's better than nothing. Uh, maybe they should have just encased them in a suit of armor, like Full Metal Alchemist, and then <laughs> oh right, and just let them be like, here, you're pretty useless. Just walk around in this. Oh man, but then I mean, he is pretty spry. He's always jumping around and stuff. So maybe the armor wouldn't help as much. It's true. He he did a uh, body slam something onto spikes. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but um. I guess Rom notices at this point that, you know, the villagers have really taken to Subaru, just like people at the mansion. But he mentions that it's not just him that they like, and they like Rem Rem too. <laughs> yes, this is what I was, I, I thought it happened the last episode, so I had mentioned it. But this was like the payoff, I felt. The niceties that he does with the cute nicknames, I think finally pay off here because right. the children liking Ram may have made her more endearing to them, like just i don't know it pushes it forward and gives her more of a reason to to care about them and all that so i i really like that i kind of felt like that's where it paid off yeah it's bringing communities two different communities together more yeah and i think yeah it's he's inspiring these changes or these connections mm -hmm. so yeah they, there's a lot of action that's going on they're still looking for rem um i guess she, is this when she talks about how she lost the horn yes he asks her and uh and then he feels bad afterwards. Right. And that's that's a good I think that's a good not good feeling an accurate mm -hmm. a, a assessment of like, oh, was is that something I'm not supposed to ask about? Well, I think it was based on her answer, too. Yeah, I was I was I, the oh, it, I had to pause and play this a little bit because it's really quick, right? Mm -hmm. It does yeah. a little flash and then you see Just Ram hint. did have a horn mm -hmm. and they were it looked like Ram and Ram were children and suddenly she lost of, it. Yeah, one of them flies off. And obviously, since she doesn't have one now, it, it came off. And I was kind of wondering, did did Ram give her horn to Rem after she lost hers? Did like Rem lose hers? And, and then so she cut it off? Or did they have a fight? No, um, well, I, I, I think, yeah. So it's said that usually, you know, a demon is born with two horns. But because they're twins, there's one each. So normally, um, twins are disposed of because of that abnormality. Because that's not enough power for the demons to do their demon magic or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, because I guess they channel their magic through the horn. Yeah. But like they were allowed to live in this case for some reason. And so ever since she lost the horn, she's really relied on Rem for almost everything. A lot, a lot of the backup, I think. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it definitely. It's like Rem's taking care of Ram. And that's why maybe Ram's trying yeah. to repay it by doing what she can and and looking after her and looking after her uh, makes a little more sense since she only has the one horn. And like you said, they usually have two seems to be more stable or something mm -hmm. because there were twins that split it up. Yeah. Um, there's also, I mean, and we do see that, I guess because she is hornless, her magic doesn't last that long. Like even when she's doing the wind stuff, she's not as powerful as rim, yeah. you know, it runs out pretty quick, in other words. Ram comments that by losing the horn, there are things that she's gained and lives that she's saved. Oh, I like that. I thought that was interesting. It's like, did did she save humans? And that's why she keeps asking. So this is, this is a big stretch, but uh, did she save humans? And I thought maybe that ties into asking, why do you, why do you keep trying to save these villagers that you, you know, kind of because you, you don't know them? Because she's trying to get another reason to justify what she had done and why she lost her horn. So that'd be... Again, it's quite a stretch, but it's like, I wonder if she had done that and that was her, her mistake. And she's kind of like wants to be justified and see that other people care too. Mm -hmm. But also she's not living with other demons. Yeah. So kicked out or something. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, but this is when we start 
seeing I think this is the first time that we see Subaru use that I don't know what you want to call it the <laughs> I, I've, I've been calling it the witch's curse probably the, the witch's curse is what I put okay it's where he's time like stops when he starts to tell someone about the curse mm-hmm. about the return by death how he can't and all of a sudden it it ups the stench around him the witch's stench he uses that as a power it's so amazing that he yeah, does that it's, it's such smart a, it's such a good abuse of mechanics it's kind of like when you figure out how to dupe something or you find like one vendor that sells something for 10 gold but you can sell it for 20 gold to the one right next to him and you're like ha, i gotta break it yeah because that's how it works uh so i, I it was really clever yeah and he calls it operation subaru is the bait <laughs> so he keeps you know i he knows he's not going to be able to get the words out but the fact that he says it means that not only is he going to be attracting the mob beast but that rem will find them I thought it was pretty good. Seems like a decent plan. It is. It's probably bringing the the fight to them. So it's going to be tough, but it's a way to at least find Rem. So, and it it does work because, well, the beasts find them first. And so they they end up running away. And I I guess what we cut to Rem and we see her just totally tearing apart all these mobbies. And then she, or gets a, a whiff of the stench or the smell. And we see her like, turn to look (laughs) but when we cut back to subaru we see that now he's running away carrying rom (laughs) because she's run out of all her magic and they're just trying to trying to stay alive yeah uh again true to form it's a dangerous Mm -hmm. place uh and sometimes you gotta run (laughs) yeah and they he jumps off a cliff he tries to stop their descent with the sword the sword breaks and just the last minute she uses her what wind power to to cushion their their landing which is pretty good yes i also i laughed with the the sword stopping thing because i thought okay now uh, this might become a a running joke here is like now i bet some redditor or youtube uh calculated the angle based on how you know how long swords are the trees how tall he is how fast he's going (laughs) and mathed it out that he needs to be at least as strong as the incredible hulk to hold a person, stop the momentum with one arm without ripping his arm out of his socket. <laughs> or or magic, you know. Or also, magic. Or an answer. But I, I just thought that was kind of funny. And not yeah, well, we see the... that stuff in these type of shows anyway, action shows. I think it's so funny. I don't know if you want to even call that a... Do you call that a trope or something? That's something you, you would see. It goes back to, I don't know. Uh, just, just old action shows. I think you know you exaggerate a little bit, and it's more it's more oh, entertaining. Sure. It's a her- like a heroic feat, but you oh sure. I don't think you got to get into it. I just think it's funny because you know a lot of fandoms do that. Like when you're looking at the uh, WoW sword, they did a whole YouTube thing of the WoW sword that one of the demons plunged into Azeroth, and they kind of mapped it out, and they're like it would like tore the solar system apart because of <laughs> how huge yeah, it was. It was ridiculous, but it's kind of just a funny thing to to do but it was definitely fun to watch and then that air blast thing was good and then it makes mm-hmm. ram just pass out right yeah she's got the nosebleed she's out <laughs> oh i didn't notice the nosebleed yeah she's done uh at that point and they are surrounded even down there at the bottom of the cliff they're still surrounded by all these so there's like i don't know how many mobbies there are out there or maybe it was just like a plan it seemed like a lot and i my first thing was he should just yell just yell for rem right now well i mean he sees that there's motion above rocks start falling down behind. And then he looks up and it's this great moment of Rem like nose diving down mm-hmm. with the ball and chain just starts taking everyone out. But we find out very quickly 
that in demon form, Rem can't tell who's the enemy. <laughs> right, because Rem goes crazy smelling yeah. the scent of the witch. and that's So what... she has no control. Yep. And just wants to kill the witch because that's what she should do because the demons hate the witches. For, right. Right. And that's when I first realized like when Rem killed Subaru, it might have just been her going crazy and not directly a command from Roswell. Because I, I still felt that there was something going on. Remember, they were super suspicious of him. And mm-hmm. I kept thinking they they sent them to like just just kill this dude. Uh, mm-hmm. So now that this is the first time I realized it might be because of the scent and she just kind of goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're onto something there. I think you're right. Um, but as they're trying to run away from Rem, obviously there's no way Subaru can, can stop her mm-hmm. um, attacks. Uh, Rom does come to and say that if you precisely hit the, the, you know, a blow to her horn, it should help at least momentarily, like, uh, what, knock her out of it? Like, mm-hmm. bring her to her senses, in other words. And so that's what... Uh, <laughs> they have to figure out how to do this. So I love this, this, uh, what he makes Rom promise not to be mad, <laughs> swears on Roswell. <laughs> yeah. And then pitches her, like just tosses her <laughs> at Rem. Yeah. Not, not was not what I was expecting, but, uh, that's cool. <laughs> but it's, it's really funny. It's it unexpected. It was really good. And you know, that, that really plays into that thing. Like. Especially if it's the scent that's making her crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. She won't kill her sister, so he might have an opening. No, yeah. And that's what happens because Rem does like momentarily stop and catch Rom. And that's when he goes in with the sword, but chokes at the last minute, just the last moment. And, you know, she gets away. She d- he doesn't connect with the horn. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the action doesn't stop there because the dog, <laughs> the what, <laughs> evil puppy lord. Yep, Lord Puppet. <laughs> is uh, is making the earth shake and quake and all these. It's almost like the these uh, st- the stone the earth is um, what coming up. Yeah, and, some sort of geomancer or full metal right. alchemist type of just shooting yeah, the earth up. And yeah, so the earth is pushing up and throwing, tossing Subaru into the air where he kind of maneuvers around as it's happening down there to Rom and Rem as well. And he dives down at <laughs> the horn. Yep. Yeah. He gets a, he gets a chance to redeem himself because he couldn't do it the first time. Right. Right. Well, he probably couldn't do it because it's, it's Rem. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it's, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Makes sense. To swing really hard at someone's face that you like. Yeah. But he, uh, he steals his resolve as he's falling here. Right. Cause he, he mm-hmm. I think he comments that, he's this is his only chance right yeah and this is the whole demonically inspired like he's gonna prove he's more of a demon (laughs) or or than they are or something something to that effect he's (laughs) demonically inspired in this moment yeah and that's where it ends oh we don't know what happens we just know yeah there's one more second that it goes a little bit further and i i I laughed i laughed a lot because it he goes and he takes the swing or it looks like he takes a swing and then you hear like a sound but then you don't see what happens (laughs) And I thought, oh man, did he rip her in half by accident? <laughs> did he just cut straight through her? Oh man, that would be terrible because yeah. how many times we know he's gone back to save her once mm-hmm. and then we almost thought she was dead that one time when last episode. So it'd be crazy if uh, in this playthrough he had to kill her. Oh, I did. Yeah, I definitely don't think it, it's what happened, but, but that was my first thought and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but Uh-oh. it sound it made that because of the sound, a little bit of a clankiness. I, I don't uh-huh. It kind of sounded like maybe he got blocked, but uh, oh, 
right? So I, I maybe got and blocked, you don't but... even know because you haven't seen the next episode. No, it just blacks out, and then that's it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what happened. And I just thought, what if you know maybe he blocked and didn't work, and then he gets killed, and he has to play through back from the castle. Oh wow! Oh, from that just, first day, yeah. Could there's the I like a lot of the episodes end this way, where it's like again, I think this cuts straight to the credits. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no, right. uh, there's no hint. It's just I don't know what happened. So what would you do if you if he had to go all the way back? You wouldn't get bit by the dog. You wouldn't try to do any of that. You might just <laughs> rush in there when you saw that evil puppy the first time, right? Oh, that's a good question. I hope people are asking <laughs> questions like that that we can figure out. Because I, I actually tried to avoid thinking of that this time. Because we, yeah. we commented uh, on it before of how hard it was to redo a playthrough. But yeah. since you're But asking, if he knew exactly what to do, like, okay, you need to go to the village, mm-hmm. get the kids away from that dog, and repair that barrier. Yes, I think that playing through this one, I think would be less painful, even if he had to start over, because he at least has a little bit more of a doable, clear goal. He has so much more knowledge, right? He knows right. about the barrier being broken. He knows where the curse is happening. He just needs to now finagle a way to get Ram and Rem involved, be their right. friends and go down to do that and somehow notice it, like maybe casually start asking about maybe he should like try to start wandering off into the forest and see if they'll stop him and be like, Oh, you can't because of this, that, and the other thing. And then maybe that'll prompt them to be be like, Oh, where's this barrier look like? Right. So then you can kind of move that way without seeming like, Oh, right. Cause if he implies the the, the thing is broken and he's right, they might think he did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'd be tough. I think that actually it wouldn't be that he would have to stop it. It would be the tough part of redoing it would having to get everyone along with him because Mm -hmm. you know that, he gets too urgent sometimes in these situations and him pushing his way through, like we saw with some of those first playthroughs of this arc, he turned everyone off. Yeah, it didn't. He it didn't kind of go, upset them. Yeah, it didn't go as well when he's just like, oh, I know this thing is worth 10, you know, just trade me right now. And it kind of it fell off, right? Well, but not even, only that, like the first time with this in the, in the mansion when he decided to be a freeloader and so the maids didn't like him. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Think of all those moments that he'd have to, like, maneuver his way through if he had to do it all over again. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see next time uh, because I think it's the end of this arc. And it's, uh, I guess I'll give a little, uh, it's a hint. The episode's called Rem. So we'll see. (laughs) Cool. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. All right, take care, guys. at all.